Workers from multinational corporations are flocking to Cape Town. We find out what the latest trends are by speaking to Paul Kirsten from Work17. Welcome, Paul. Thanks for having me. Good morning. What are the latest deciding factors uh, when people choose a place to work from? I think more and more we see that, that companies choose a, a place as part of the lifestyle that they want to offer to their staff. COVID obviously has, has thought that you can work uh, closer from home. You don't need to sit in traffic in the morning one hour and back one hour. But even further, um, we at Workshop 17 in COVID time, we saw people coming um, like in December for holiday and stay another three months to work with Workshop 17 in Cape Town instead of going to lockdown London. And that trend of remote working has, has stayed um, quite a bit. So people can work from anywhere. So if you can work from anywhere, you want to work on a place that that is that offers you a lifestyle you want, you might have good quality of life, a good climate, good schools, family life. So in, in the semigration in South Africa, we see it, but also internationally, we see that people um, are moving and companies are choosing a location to base themselves where they can attract talent. Because talent is, is scarce um, um, all around, around the world. And in Europe, we see uh, that in some places like the Netherlands, where I'm originally from, there is more vacancies than there is job seekers. So we see companies from England, from Europe mainland, coming to like Cape Town um, and also hiring local people on IT-related jobs or any any kind of job, financial, marketing, um, and seeing outsourcing to South Africa as an opportunity to attract talent that they bring from other countries, but even so importantly, get, attract talent locally in South Africa, which then creates jobs in South Africa. And does the lower cost of living here uh, play a role? Certainly, certainly. It plays a role in twofold. If you pay people a, a decent salary, they can have a different quality of life in South Africa than they would have in Europe. But also in terms of attracting talent and what you need to pay for talent and your cost of operation as a company goes down. So you have a, you can have a great office um, with Works of 17 or elsewhere and you can afford your, your staff a good quality of life without losing your profitability. There was a time when people dreamed of working in London and New York, uh, but that seems to have changed. Is it true that South Africa, uh, well, Cape Town in particular, is is now uh, the hotspot uh, over? I think so. London? I really, I really think um, that's the case, exactly for the reasons that we spoke of. So we see from South Africa, interesting thing: there's lots of people leaving South Africa because they want to they want to earn in pounds or euros or dollars. But we see companies coming to South Africa because of the reasons we spoke before. So there's this like this double uh, directions that we see happening. Um, but definitely, um, so I speak to people in, in Workshop 17, and at some point of our Workshop 17 location in the waterfront, we had 70% 70 70 of us of our members were international. We have quite a lot of international companies coming to us for that reason that you just mentioned, because it is a wonderful place. South Africa has still a lot to offer. I know in South Africa, the, the narrative is quite problematic and we, we tend to complain a lot, but there's also a lot of beauty still. There's a good quality of life. There's wonderful people and there's people with skills that can contribute to a company that comes to South Africa. Well, Cape Town has always been one of the 10 most beautiful cities in the world. 
apart from the obvious reasons, what else sets Cape Town apart from London and New York at the moment? What makes it so attractive? London and New York, the, the climate is the obvious part of and which <laughs> the, the cost of living, the climate. Um, but I think um, Cape Town is, is, has become also a hub of innovation and entrepreneurship. So we see um, Silicon Cape, we see West Grow, we, we see Cape Town featuring more and more on the list of um, attractive places to live, um, best place for remote workers to come, but also a bit of the Silicon Valley, um, innovation valley of Southern Africa at least, and maybe of Africa as a whole. So that idea of a, of a, of a holiday destination alone is not enough to attract. The fact that there's innovation happening, that there's companies growing, we've seen Amazon is build, building a big ad office in, in Cape. Amazon Web Service actually originated long ago in, in the Western Cape, in Cape. So there is a lot that Cape Town offers also on a professional level. And not only Cape Town, even Joburg, uh, where I'm based and where we have quite a few locations. Because things are not so easy, then the players stand up. Innovation grows because we need new solutions in the situation that we're living. And that kind of energy is also what people like. It's something that drew me to South Africa some time ago. But I hear it from fellow countrymen and from the Netherlands, but also from people from the US, like the connection that you have with people and the spirit that we're doing, the enthusiasm with people create an opportunity out of a problem. And I think that is really some of the big attraction. Yes, I, I think some people think that foreign investors are fleeing, but that is not the trend in Cape Town, is it? What What are the latest trends with direct foreign investment in Cape Town? Look, I, I'm not pretending to be an expert in it. The fact that you that we see quite a few companies internationally coming to Cape Town and finding and setting up their base, if you think of Amazon employing thousands and thousands of people, they're, they're not stupid. Um, so there is a great reason. And if you tie everything together that we spoke about, mm -hmm. um, the quality of life, the quality of the people, the energy of the place, the entrepreneurship attitude, um, and the fact that no one can be complacent. In, if, if everything is nicely organized and everything is comfortable, innovation doesn't really happen. Um, so that element uh, with, with still having a great infrastructure that South Africa offers compared to other. And I think Ramey and a lot of geopolitical experts, um, with COVID and the issues we had with Asia and lack of, lack of access or locking down and lack of, of supply coming through. I think it's also seems in that sense, it seems to be more safe. So today I had conversations with people here in Mauritius about the big companies coming to Africa and re redeploying um, staff and call centers, but also production into Africa because they feel Asia is a bit more of a risk into China, Russia. What kind of packages are international companies offering people to lure them? Yeah. A good salary, helping them to get a visa. Um, mm. I really hope South Africa uh, gets a remote worker visa across the line quite soon. I think that would be a great game changer for not only for remote workers coming in, but with the companies coming here, if they can have workers coming here for a year and you blend it with local people, it's really, it's really a win-win. South Africa gets more jobs. The international people get to spend a year in, in Cape Town. They don't take away anyone else's job and they have a great life to get. The pattern, because it's starting to happen more and more, it's starting to become more visible. Um, and you want to join the dots. So at some point in Silicon Cape, 
Silicon Valley was was very very attractive because that's a critical mass, and I think South Africa is reaching a bit of a critical mass in that sense. And then you join you join with it with a, where it's happening, and you join where you can have a good. Tell me about your company. Uh, what kind of services do you offer for for foreign workers and we, locals? And locals, yeah, and I think that's already a, a combination. So. Works 17 offers flexible workspace, anything from a hot desk to um, fully fitted out a workspace for larger companies. So we, our members range from the individual to a 350 people company. And that, that starts to, to play a role. So we have seven locations in South Africa. We have three in, in Mauritius. We have over 5,000 members. So apart from offering workplaces as a service, so if you come as an and it's an international company. You don't have to fit out your space. You don't have to find a fit-out company or architect. You can actually come with your laptops and you can start working. So that is the, that's the ease and the comfort, the, the backup power, so that we get very necessary, even solar power to make it more green, backup water, um, double failover internet. So all of that is, is, is the basics. Then a beautiful space. So as, as we thought, uh, we spoke about Having people come to um, to a lifestyle and a quality of life, the quality of life also extends in the workplace. Offer beautiful words. So we we bring a lot of attention to our design, and we we feel there's no need for an office to be bored. An office should be a place where you feel alive, where you feel like you can connect. And that's the last element I want to mention: it's the local community and the international community coming together. Um, the individual with the corporate and the, the big corporates having their strat sessions in a workshop 17, meeting um, a startup entrepreneurs does amazing things. And then doors start to open. So opening doors for each other and helping solve problems, connecting different pieces of the puzzle to really make the puzzle together. So we see companies joining the dots and creating a joint venture. We see companies becoming a client of another man. And we see um, people opening doors and, and building on each other's ideas. So if you have 5,000 members, you have a need or a question, it's a big chance that one of those 5,000 can help you. Um, and for the international to tap into the local community and the local economy is important. Understand the market coming in and you speak to the people at Works of 17, you get an understanding of what's happening, where the opportunity. So that community and tap into the resources is important that we that we have partnerships um, from Heavy Chef who provides uh, learning for entrepreneurs to startup grind networks, TEDx events, so value add events for our members and comfort comfort from having your shoes cleaned to your nails done and impact. So it's the other part, or maybe a conclusion I want to say we look for partners with impact. So we, for instance, partner with a company called Munchy Mongoos, who develops um, agripreneurs from subsistence act farmers to real businesses. They produce organic food that our members can order from them. So by giving those access to market, we give our members the ease of ordering the food and just picking it up at their work next. It, it just connects the dots, but it, it has a double benefit. Comfort for our members and, and social impacts for, um, for the country. So it's not just a work from home space. It is an inspiring lifestyle being incorporated into an invigorating professional environment and an interactive international uh, community. Mm. 
Yes, I think that's what we tried to achieve. So it's not about the best and the chains. It's really about yes. Mark Seftel and I started 11 years ago. We wanted to be a, a fertile ground for innovation and entrepreneurs. And hopefully that people would create something that makes the world a little bit a better place. Um, and not just be successful for their own financial wealth. And we don't mind it. It's fine if that's happening. But hopefully have a positive contribution to others around them and to... To adding a bit of soul. Yes, at least without, without soul and spirit, what are we? That sounds absolutely wonderful. Thank you very much, Paul Kirsten of Work17, for sharing that with me. Thank you for having me. It was a big pleasure.